This this is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. Today is Thursday, June 24th, 2021, and I'm back with another edition episode about chatting with the rabbi. With my rabbi. This is Chatting with the Rabbi Rabbiets Part 3. You can find part one of Chatting with the Rabbi on April 2nd, 2019 section of the podcast channel. Again, that's Rabbi Part 1, April 2nd, 2019. And you can find Part 2 on June 25th, 2021. So it's been about a year since between Part 2 and Part 3. Alright, everybody. We are going to be going to delve more into where we last left, last left off on Tanya. But before we get into Tanya, I have two quick questions to ask the Rabbi. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, alright, here we go. You've known me for a long period of time. Yes. Question one of two. What, as you've known me so long, what, what, what's one, what's one negative attribute or trait that I have, and that, but in a way, uh, I guess also, hopefully in a way that can, you know, still be worked on to get better, but what's, of uh, as long as you've known me, what's one negative attribute or trait that I have that I could work on? Okay, um, Sometimes you speak too fast. And that it's is hard true. To catch a lot. up with what that your is. thoughts are. A lot of people say that, so that's true. Yeah. So, and and that's something you can work on just simply by, um, you know, using some breathing to gather your thoughts before you begin speaking. Uh, so there's just a couple things you can do to. So would you say? That. Would you say that's the one big negative one that is still like known, but you could be grown and worked on in a way. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And then the second one of the second half of this, what are three, knowing me so long, what are three positive attributes, three positive attributes slash traits that I have? Oh, well, your energy is um, sometimes exhausting. <laughs> and so no, go, go, into, go into more detail about how the uh, energy is yeah. exhausting. No, no, no. It's just uh, trying to keep up with your energy level, the fact that you want to do so many things and you want to do them well. Um, the other, uh, what the second trait um, is, I think you're almost incapable of lying. I don't think anything but the truth ever comes out of your mouth, or at least the truth as you know it, based on the facts that you know. Um, I think that's amazing that you know that people know exactly where they stand with you. Um, oh wait, wait, let's stop right there on that part. Yeah. So let's go into more detail with that one. Define what you mean by where 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 it stands with other people. Uh, just that the people know what you're thinking about them. Okay, so how I feel. They know how I think about them. They know how you feel about them, how you think about them. Well, I, I, well, about this whole, what you consider truthful, I, you know, everybody lies, I lie, everybody lies, but you're trying to make it seem more than the lying that it is, but I, the one I want to say, the thing I want to say about that is, I read or wrote some, I read something somewhere where it says, it, you don't, you, you know, how do you say it? Hold on, I'm trying to... I don't. I forget where the source you don't was have from. To have a great memory. No, no, no. The truth all the time. No, it's like, yeah, yeah. It was something like no. It was something like that. It was like if you always tell the truth, you don't have to worry about what you're saying because you're just saying it all. Yeah. It was like, exactly. so more or less. More or less. Yeah. What you just said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. That, so the first. So first, the negative was okay. I'm talk. I have to work on. I'm uh, talking more clearly, slower a little bit. That was the. But that's a negative that can be worked on. Then Absolutely. you said the first positive was that. 
Something about high energy? Yeah, you're very high energy. I love the fact that you're so enthusiastic about so much of what you do. And what you said the second half about the energy is whenever I do something, I want to do it well, really, like, into it. Right, you get into it. Get into it, into it. Like, which is really, I mean, I think they go hand in hand. I want to get into it in a way that is as the best as I think it can be, but also knowing that there's no such thing as perfectionism like only you know god is oh we always strive we strive but no one is no one can we all have our faults only god is perfectionism so that's why i said it about you is that you try and do what you do the best you can right okay and then you said the second one of that was for positive is what you consider you consider about the whole yeah i i think you tell you're a straight shooter you tell the truth um people know where they stand with you um, if you if you don't have something nice to say to someone, you just sort of keep it to yourself. And, uh, you, you know, I think that, and the third thing is, I think you're an extraordinarily kind person. I think you should say kind for number three? Yeah. Okay. And, I think, and, and again, I think all three of these things go hand in hand. Well, I, I want uh, add to add a little commentary on the end of the second one. Yeah. Uh, before, before I think about the kind one. So, as far as, like... What you just said at the end of the second one, I I haven't studied like books and books and books of it, but I did recent podcasts about it about uh, evil speech, evil tongue, um, mm-hmm. lashon hara, right. and we're all we're all guilty of it at some point. So where it said is what is that it's really especially bad if so if you hear it being said by someone else. So if you're hearing something bad about someone else. Um, the one of the best ways it said to um, counterbalance that is just to walk away, so you're not hearing it anymore. Right. So even if there's negative things I think about about other people, right. it's best to not talk about that because that's the kind of you know. Right. There's always all these different things about the details about that. But yeah, then you said for number three was about what we'll go about a little bit more into about kind kindness. Okay, um, your your kindness is that you want to do for other people. Um, you don't think of um, of what's in it for you when you do something. For instance, uh, a couple weeks ago, I needed a, a ride uh, to get my car, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you didn't think twice. You said, "Yeah, I can do it." And you didn't didn't I, you didn't ask for any money. You you just you just did it out of the kindness and the goodness of your heart, you know. And I think that's just part of your nature. It's it's the way you are. I think, uh, it, you know. First off, I think. Uh, can I can I answer about that? So I like to make podcasts and do whatever else I want to do at home, but it was nothing I had to get to at home urgent. So when you need the help with all that, also along with it is our meeting had ended and you were going to have to go there next. So when the meeting ended, if when I'm with um, friends or people I'm close with and we have a meeting that's done, an activity is done, mm-hmm. if there's some way to prolong the meeting to get to spend with that person longer you get to spend longer with that person right. just a little bit longer after the meeting and what it, or friends or whatever the case right. may be so that it doesn't have to end after the first part the first place or whatever right. so yeah so that's all good for that so thank you for um telling me what you think the one negative that can be worked on and the three positive and again everybody you can catch out parts one part one of chatting with the rabbi on april 2nd 2019 and part two on june 25th 2020 um and uh Okay, let's see. Where, where did we all last la- la- list off at in our regards to studying? Uh, guys, we're studying Tanya right now. It's a very, like, interesting type of subject that people can go deep into. Um, where did we last left off in regards to Tanya? 
Okay, so a little background, if I can. Sure, sure. Yeah, Please, for, uh, for the audience, background. Sure. So the Tanya is a, sort of an explanation of our connections with the spiritual world and God um, using um, the Kabbalistic view. Uh, Kabbalah is uh, taken from the Zohar, which is a spiritual commentary on the five books of Moses. And again, I'm oversimplifying so that everybody understands. And so there are some, even though this is a spiritual guide, there are practical lessons within it as to how to access the spiritual realm. We don't often think about that. We think of the spiritual as being sort of boohoo, I guess, <laughs> and or actually being, you know, that uh, you have to sort of delve into some transcendental meditative state. And reality, uh, the Jewish view anyway, is that this is these are things you can work on with doing practical day-to-day -day things. So where we left off was trying to connect with God. Um, that within our emotions um, we have garments of action and speech and we can use those garments that outward look so to speak outward uh, dressing um, to help internalize uh, what we're thinking what we're doing um, now, in the Jewish tradition, there are 248 positive mitzvot, positive commandments, thou shalt. Um, and uh, according to the Tanya, um, if we want to truly, authentically connect with God, then, and, and we want to truly be attached to God, then we observe the 248 uh, commandments. Now, in our day and age, we cannot observe all 248 because many of them are associated with the temple service. So, <clears throat> um, so the way that the the Hasidic or uh, or um, what's the word I'm looking for here the the Kabbalistic view of mitzvot, what we define as commandments, the mitzvah is a connection ritual, a sacred technology which brings us into an intimate bond with God. Of course, we're always connected to God. God created us. God keeps us alive. You see God's wonders every day in nature and human kindness and the small miracles of life. But a mitzvah is an intimate connection, rather like a hug or a kiss. When you connect intimately with someone, all your layers fall away as essence meets essence. Okay, go on. Okay. Oh, continue? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so when you do a mitzvah, a commandment, so to speak. You embrace God and kiss God, so to speak. The mystics even compared a mitzvah to the intimacy of a husband and wife. For a moment, you transcend all the trappings of your life and are one with God. 
A mitzvah may be ritual and rules in form, but in its substance, it is love. Um, the Tanya goes on to say, reverence, on the other hand, is the motivator behind refraining from the 365 prohibitions of the Torah. So again, we talk about the 248 positive. There are 365 negative. These are thou shalt nots. Um, just like in the Ten Commandments, we have thou shalt not kill, shall not commit adultery, um, you shall not steal, all those things, right? So so I want to make a comment about it so far. Sure. So with this whole commandment stuff we're going over first here, I want to just want to say that for whatever reason, we know of some people that are were born not Jewish, and for whatever reason, after being not Jewish for a while, he or she decided that they wanted to become Jewish and convert to Judaism, which we're one that we're the few, the only religion that doesn't like try to go out, go out and get converts. So, what what would you say, real quick? You think is why why some people who was by some people who were born not Jewish decided that they, they for whatever reason they thought they wanted to become Jewish for for in, in, in their um for themselves like what do you I can only share with you what I've heard from the people who Ooh, yeah. sit in my office okay now I want to share with your audience that I I don't just convert people who want to convert for marriage I right not for marriage no 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 right. and explain the reason why now, real quick about the there marriage. are people who come to right. me that are in the process right. of but can you go just quick, um, explain real quick about the marriage part? Why, again, you don't mm, for the okay. marriage? Uh, <clears throat> because I don't think that's a proper yeah. motivation. Motivation, yeah, right. not the right, yeah. Um, so... Uh, because you have to realize we have we have the 613 where every the we're outside of that us the people that aren't Jewish are just the seven the seven no that right. laws right. so why would someone why I'm trying to it's hard to you can explain more further in a sec but why someone who only needs to do the seven Noahite wants to become Jewish that is so much harder for how we are we, like you know keeping kosher and all this stuff like it's right. not easy it's not easy being a Jewish person it's not easy. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and I, I sort of um, object to the, your statement. Wait, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. someone who's grown up with it, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think about, you know, um, the 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 laws that I have to keep or don't keep. It's not so Well, let me look. Can I ask you about one thing about that? Sure. Okay, well, again, okay, so for the longest de uh, centuries, you know, we have, of course, which most people know about, even if they're not Jewish, about the Sabbath, Shabbat, right. that's, uh, that where there's no, like, electricity and all these things, like, right. that's, like, for a lot of people, 24, 25 hours, with, like, having to keep Shabbat to not use electronics, like, that could be a whole big thing for hard for them to work on and say. Uh, so my approach to that is it's actually a relief. It could be a relief, because then you don't have to worry about all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think about it. Um, I, I know that for 25 hours, um, I have no responsibility to make phone calls, right. to answer texts. Right. Um, so yeah, in a way, that is kind of relieving it's about relief. it. It's it's and I and I recommend it for everybody. It doesn't have to be Saturday, but right. everybody right take any day, yeah. day yeah. to divorce themselves. I'm from sorry if I went on a tangent. It's just you were talking about commandments, so then I had questions about it further with other things. Right. So we were talking about the negative and positive commandments being right. taught. So so for me, um, you know, I, as again I was saying, is it is this is this I'm sorry is this part of the chapter we're working on now? No, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I would recommend that everybody take a day, day off, it, it, it whether it's Sunday, Wednesday, whichever day, yeah. whatever day, 
they should take a day off from social media, from electronics. Trust me, you won't miss anything. That's very true. You know, very we true. all suffer from, I love the expression, FOMO, fear of missing out. That's funny that you just mentioned that because I actually, a few episodes ago, did a whole episode, nine minutes, nine or however long, I don't know the exact time length, but the title and topic was FOMO, the fear of missing out. Yeah. And when I did the... when I did the FOMO Fear of Missing Out episode, mm-hmm. as opposed to most of most of the ones I've been doing, generally speaking, that had um, what I call relatively small download plays, I think there's 17 for whatever my night, however long it was. The 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 title episode of me FOMO Fear of Missing Out I did recently has 17. 17 download plays. Wow. So, for whatever reason, people really responded to them when I talked about the FOMO Fear of Missing Out episode, and it got 17 downloads. So. I grew up with my dad, may he rest in peace. Yeah. When I would start asking him all the why, why do you, why, or what's going on, or what's happening, and he would say to me, what, are you writing a book? And I would say, no. And he says, then you don't need to know. No, he says, you don't need to know everything. But, you know, we have this curiosity. But then one time I said to him, he, when he asked me, he says, what, are you writing a book? So I finally said, yes. You know what his answer was? Leave that chapter out. Leave that chapter <laughs> out. That's good. That's good. Uh, leave that chapter out. That was really good. So speaking of about the what you just said right there, yeah. I believe personally that learning never ends. So I think people can always learn something um, every single day. Like, there's, right. like, just because you get out of high school and college, the learning doesn't stop. Life, to me, is one big learning. Like, if you don't learn at least one or two new things each day, then... Right. Yeah, you know, so... But All right. So, in, in referencing to the, the 365 prohibitions, prohibition, okay. 365 negative commandments, uh, he's, he's using that, that reverence, awe, reverence, is the motivator behind refraining from doing those things that are pro- prohibited. Right? Wait, so you're saying to, to, to help style with the prohibition is something involving with the uh, terminology of the rev, um, rev, reverence. reverence. Right. So here, here's the rationale that, they, that, that Tanya gives. Because you revere God to the extent that you would not rebel against the supreme king of kings, the blessed holy one, um, at this basic level, you do not appreciate why violating a prohibition would distance yourself from God. You know, we're simply aware of the result, that it would be considered an act of disobedience against God, and that's unde- undesirable to us. Or, it may be a deeper reverence than this, where the very prohibited act in itself is painful to us. Since we feel ashamed in the presence of God's greatness to insult his honor. So, uh, I'll, I'll, let me give a practical example here. So, um, let's say in the privacy of your own home, um, you might pick your nose. I, and I'm being silly here for obvious reasons. If you were stand, if you were sitting in the president, in the presence of the president of the United States, doesn't matter who it is, just the president, right? Would you pick your nose in front of him? No. Okay. Or her? No. No. No, okay. no. All right. Of course not. So you would be ashamed to do that. That's reverence for. Now we're talking about not the president, but the president of presidents, the king of kings, all right, uh, or queen of queens. Um, 
Or the king of queens. No, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny because my mom and I were watching some reruns of that show. Okay. So, um, so again, since we would feel ashamed in the presence of God's greatness to insult his honor by doing what is evil in God's eyes, all those disgusting things which God hates. Okay. At the level of, and by the way, that he, um, uh, the referencing, the time references two sources. One is Isaiah chapter 3, verse 8, and in the five books of Moses, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 31. So at the level of deeper reverence, we appreciate why God hates the prohibitions that are found in the Torah, in the Bible because they are the energy of all the negative forces of the universe uh, which draw their life force from mortal man's transgressions and their hold on him is through the 365 oh, okay outside of the commandments now i want to start right there let's talk about the word mortal for a sec mortal man right. okay knowing that people have to make a living living no matter what time period it is right and we're all mortals now what's the best way for us me, you, anyone, as mortal men, to make a living where we're... My mom reads this. We got this from a Yom Kippur thing, but we read it every Shabbat dinner because of how much... I said how much I like to pass Yom Kippur to use all the time. And it says in it about after the after blessing the child, it says in the paragraph thing about living and having kids and all this, um, the living part, by, by, by you're not you're not earning your money by the... by, by someone else's, like... By someone else's um, hand, like you're able to earn the money with or without any mortal man not being able to help you. Okay, so that's sort of a different concept. With, in terms of how we earn a living, it's okay to have employees. The Torah even speaks about paying an employee at the proper time. Okay. So having employees is is fine. What we're not permitted to do is uh, is earn a living. By making others suffer. Okay, without that's that's okay. whether it's through slavery or through uh, having a negative impact on the environment. Okay, in other words, making people suffer uh, by cheating other people. Right. Okay. And then there's books upon right. books. Right. So, so um, I'm gonna catch, when I hear keywords, I want to respond. So when okay, you said sure. when you said slavery. Um, we've I've studied in American and world history about the different kind of you know cases about slavery and right. like in my mind in my mind my head I could never understand like why that ever was even a thing ever so but that's just me but that's how I, I'm not world history American history it just is what it is I just right. can't compre comprehend why there's even been slavery but that's a whole other story that's another but back, so that, right that so we can we can talk about that yeah another yeah another time another yeah session. yeah so, so we're saying back with. Um, before the thing about uh, the employee and before that, we were talking about, about what exactly? Oh, okay, we're talking about uh, the 365 prohibitions. We're still on the negative the, the prohibitions. the prohibitions okay. are to prevent us from, um, uh, from doing the things that bring negative energy into the universe. Are there other ways outside of reverence to also do that, outside of the reverence way, or is that the main big one for that? Uh, I'm, I'm reverence to help. We were talking about reverence a few minutes well, ago. Reverence, okay, true reverence for God is is at the actions that we uh, take are not doing the prohibited 
Oh, okay. 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 Well, hold on a sec. Okay. Before we go any further, um, before we go any, before we go any further with the study of Tanya, I'm just gonna um do a quick commercial break. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer. Anchor.fm Podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And we're back from the commercial break, and we're going to continue now our study of the Tanya. Okay, great. So... Uh, the Tanya then goes into discussing the concept of merging with God. So up to this point, uh, we've clarified the importance of the outer self, the garments of thought, speech, and action in completing our inner self of intellectual and emotional conviction, merely to love God and fear God in our hearts is not enough. We need to express those feelings, too, by devoting our thoughts, our words, and our actions to God. Still, the devotion of our outer self could easily be seen as the mere icing on the cake. Doesn't inner devotion represent the most substantive connection to God and not the garments? Aren't they called garments for a reason to indicate their secondary status to the core intellectual and emotional powers of the soul. So this would be a reasonable question and a reasonable assumption which the Tanya now rejects. All right? The Tanya continues by saying, now these three garments when devoted to the Torah, Bible, and its commandments, although they are referred to as mere garments of the core of the soul, the nefesh, Ruach and Neshama. These are the three aspects of our... Um, Wait, can you... Hold on, before you go further, can you um, slowly restate the three of those again? Okay, so Nefesh is refers to the physical, more the physical aspect of the soul. Ruach is sort of the spirit of the... Um, of the, you know, the the vagaries, uh, the things that change, because ruach was like wind, and wind can change. Well, right? no, which which of the, which of those first two ends? Which of those first two involve the 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 breathing? Nefesh. So the nefesh is breathing. Then you said the second one was called what again? Ruach. Ruach, which considers which is all in like the emotion, the you know, the. It, 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 it changes. It's the next level above, okay. but it's still... Okay. It's still and then the neshama. The neshama is our pure soul that connects to with God. Okay. All right. Then. Um, so, Natanya has made a striking, seemingly bizarre proposition that the clothes are more important than the person and that the outer life of the soul is vastly more significant than its in, inner convictions and infinitely so. As the Zohar teaches, 
uh, that the Torah and God are totally one, meaning that the Torah, which is the wisdom and the will of God, is something that would seem to me a mere glimmer of the divine essence, is in fact completely one with God himself in all his glory. But if the Torah and its mitzvot, the commandments, are merely the wisdom and will of God and not God's actual self, how could we say that God is truly one with that? Oh, wait, wait a sec. So this whole um, chapter, or, or is this whole chapter specifically about the positive, the positive and negative of the commandments? Is that mainly what the chapter is about, or the, the chapter is taking what we've learned so far okay. about the 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 outer garments and the inner intellectual and emotional, and can, and merging them with God? Okay. That's what this is. So okay. So with the inner and outer, what would you say for everybody listening? For the inner and outer, what's the best way to verge everything in and out together in a way that helps them with, with that kind of case? Okay. So the, the as we said earlier, the, uh, the, the, inner, uh, the inner part, so to speak, um, is the intellectual and emotional powers of the soul. What's internal? The garments, so to speak, are the actions that we take. All right, the um, the the what we see, the outer self, the the positive uh, actions that we take, the negative uh, actions that we don't take, so to speak. Which actually is a you know, even though it doesn't look like an action, not doing something is actually a choice. It's a it's an action of um, that we choose not to do something. Okay, let's stop right there. With right. The key word I heard there, choice. Right. We all have choices. What would you? Right. So, so we, with regards to this chapter, at least when we say choices, we're trying to. Uh, what are we trying to accomplish or get the goal with the choices? In the case of what this is all about with the commandments and stuff, like we have to make because choices we can make be either positive, negative, or neutral. So, right. how, what, how do we? How is this whole thing about choice? Okay, so um, yeah, and I think this will. This is a good place so to have, sort of. That's fine. Yeah, it's good, that. guys. This part right here is a good place where we're going to wrap up the conclusion in reference to this question and topic here okay. of this part of it. Okay. Okay. So. Our, our tradition teaches that we have complete freedom of choice in our actions or inactions. In, and, and in actions, and Correct. in actions, go ahead. Right. So when we choose to act on the positive mitzvot, the positive commandments, and establish an intimate relationship with God, that's something we do um, to and we choose to do. We don't. Nobody's telling us we have to have an intimate relationship with God. God's there, regardless. God is always going to be there, right? Uh, God is eternal. If we want to have a relationship with Him, that is the uh, mitzvot. Those are the commandments that we do in any relationship that we have. There are certain have tos. Right. I don't know. The last part right here. Are we talking about a reference to the relationship between human being and human being? I'm trying to draw oh, an oh, analogy. Okay, 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 analogy. Right. So um, there are certain I have tos that come with a relationship between friends. Between, so these are human beings. Between yeah. husband and wife. Mm -hmm. um, 
so if you want to maintain that relationship, there are certain things that you do. Right. Positive mitzvah. Right. And thir- certain things that you refrain from doing. Negative mitzvah. Right. If I can use that analogy. Mm-hmm. And if we want to maintain those relationships, then we do the things we're supposed to do, the I have to's, and we don't do the things that we should right. do okay. if we want to maintain a relationship. Right. If we violate either one of those, right. an apology is, sh- is sure right. to follow right, right. If, if we did, didn't do it for real. By the yeah. way, so, so when, if, as I said before, if we want to have this close relationship with God, God gave us the tools to do that. And the tools are the 248 positive commandments, the 365 negative commandments or prohibitions. And when we observe them, we can bring ourselves into a close personal relationship with the Creator. Okay. That's, 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 and I think that's, that's a great way to sort of wrap things up. So you'll have your bookmark, your bookmark where we are, so we know where we last off at the next time As we continue it. Okay, great. Hey, Amen. by the way, before we close out, I just want to say that's really neat. What is that again? What is that thing? It's a fountain. It's a fountain way that it looks like oh, three different levels of it, and the right. that's really cool. Three so that is really, really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like tie that in there. That's good. <laughs> so everybody, um, if you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your uh, friends. And I uh, thank you again for taking the time to speak with me, Rabiet. Uh, Rav- 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 My pleasure. This is part three of chatting with the rabbi. In the beginning of the show, I told you where to find part one and part two. So thanks, thank you everybody for listening. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Like, like, subscribe, comment, and share to my YouTube video channel. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Um, everybody dance and have a good time. This is Reb Yitz and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment signing out.